bitch. Is that better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Bitch is Better. I'm your host, Raven. And today I am joined by my friend, Ryan Bailey, Senior Director of the Facebook <laughs> Bureau of Investigation and host of the hit podcast, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Hey, Ryan. What's up, Bitches Better Nation? What's up? What's up? <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I, you said the Facetune Bureau of Investigation, and we're, we're really coming into our busy season at the Facetune Bureau of Investigation because everybody's busting it. And by the way, I got to ask this as a woman, is it, um, is it offensive that I do Facetune Bureau of Investigation? I sometimes forget that I'm a dude, so like, I, feel like, I feel like I'm just one of the girls, and then sometimes I get the, how dare you comment on women's looks? No. And I'm like, wait a sec, I see women do that all the time with other women. Like, I'm not saying it from like a sexual standpoint, I'm saying it like, it just looks crazy what people are doing with their face tunes. Yes. You know? No, it's not offensive to me. And you are one of the girls and it's ridiculous. I feel like I saw some of those comments on something that you had <laughs> yeah, posted yeah, yeah. and I was so close, but I was like, no, I'm not even going to say I, nothing because I'm I, not about to do this. Like, you know, I, people are just going to get mad about something. Yeah. I try, I try Whatever. to be respectful somewhat of like, okay, well, I'm sorry you think that, but then it's like, they want to keep going. And I'm like, Okay, we obviously do not have the same opinion on these things, and, and you don't you don't follow me. Why are you here? Like I, I it's I, always the ones that do not follow you that are starting the shit, and it's like you can get the fuck out of here. Who invited you? Yeah, somebody somebody told you. me somebody told me to um uh I should go volunteer somewhere, and I was like, I'm doing I'm already doing charity service talking to you. Like this is crazy. <laughs> yes. But speaking of it being the busy season for you at the Facetune Bureau of Investigation, <laughs> I have to say, I have, no one has called it out yet, and I'm a little, like, nervous, but I have to say this. Have you noticed, and I love her, okay, I love Meredith from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, yeah. but have you noticed that her pictures look okay. completely different and, uh, like... Well right this is okay but this is a touchy one because i think i'm i think i really like i think i'm liking meredith and Aaliyah i like way. her a lot but in a, like a leah way it's like i feel like it's <gasps> it's making me feel things and and i don't want to how dare you I, well no you're i mean cheating, you're cheating on leah no i just i lately i haven't really agreed with some of leah's political stances and i, mm-hmm. I don't know so i I, I I didn't expect this to happen. This is new to me as well. We're only three oh episodes in, but but also you're right. But I will say, in terms of Facetune, she's she's doing it right. Where it's like it's different than how she looks, but it's not like a Khloe Kardashian where she's no. making herself look like an alien. It's really it's what I would like to say. Taste. It's like Facetuning where it does like make you look really good, not like yeah, she look looks amazing. Because I remember seeing like the pictures and stuff of her before the show aired. And then when the show aired, I was like, uh, is that her? You know yeah, what I'm saying? But yeah. like you said, she looks good. She doesn't look like a lunatic. It's not. But she lo- I mean, she looks insane. Like you should, it, it look, it almost looks like in uh, a hair older supermodel, the way she's face tuning herself. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's like a Paulina Poroskova thing happening mixed with, um uh that girl for helena christensen maybe like there, mm-hmm. there's a, like there's some there's a blend up there and uh but you're right yeah it's completely but then uh, you know you have i think that's done well but then you have somebody like 
uh, Gretchen, who you could argue oh, is, a go- is a ghost. She's made her and her kid a ghost. Like, how do no you No nostrils. Think- <laughs> like, how- that's the movie I want to make is where somebody facetunes themselves out of existence, you know? Like, <laughs> well, I'd actually yourself- <laughs> love for her to do that. Get out of yeah, here, yeah. Gretchen. <laughs> but if you facetune yourself that hard, I think eventually you're going to disappear from your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. But she, we, we all say it. How does she not, like, this is what I don't get is that like, if you bring, like, if anybody even remembers Gretchen from OC still, if the <laughs> one thing we know about her that, well, the two things is that she's married to Slade or whatever she, but the second is that she facetunes so hard every photo and it looks unnatural. So I know she's heard it. So why does she keep doing it? Like, I guess she just thinks it looks good and she likes it. So she's like, I'm just going to keep doing it. I don't care what y'all think. And so there's a level of like, okay, good for you. But like, also you don't look like a person. You I need a I, I need a parental advisory sticker on these things, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I need to like what they used to do with like two live crew albums or something. Like they shouldn't they shouldn't <laughs> allow kids to be on the internet and then see these things and then like, mommy, I want to look like a ghost like Gretchen, you know? Yeah, because you're not gonna look like that. She doesn't even look like that. No, she looks horrible. Like I don't need that to even be on the options of standards of beauty, you know? No. Oh, you're right though. It's a mess for these young kids looking at this, especially the girls, you know. And they think that people look that way and they don't. Well, well like, I mean, the, the, it's going to fuck them up. The serious part of that is that like, yeah, I have an 11 year old niece and she's mm-hmm. not even allowed on Instagram yet. That's good. But it does scare me for when she does is these, like for, for somebody to not realize there's these tools that you can like have to learn to make yourself look better, to adjust things. But then on top of that, like to actually think that these people look like that and it, it, they don't, you know, you have to actually like pay for these kind of surgeries and stuff like that. And I think it really presents this horrible image. And I know that's mm-hmm. what all of this is about anyways and it's glamorous but i just i get scared for kids that don't know anything about it and then hop into that stuff and then yeah. like kardashians or what they have to learn from or that's mm-hmm. their example and i just like man <laughs> that's not that's not aspirational you know no it's awful i oh, i feel so bad for them because i can't imagine you know we didn't have this shit when i was that age so i don't even i don't know no, thank God. I mean, thank God that I, I can't, I, I, that's one thing I, I'm curious, but not in a like fun way is that if, if social media was this popular when I was growing up, like what Instagrams would 13 year old me post? Like what embarrassing things would, would, they, would I be out in front of my dad's Corolla posing, you know, like, right? was, you know, like what things would we post that we would have, like look back on, like, I was so thankful that Facebook wasn't around when I was younger uh or like it was just beginning because it's like i would have put i would have 100 percent put bad poetry up there i would have like, <laughs> I, I would have so many embarrassing things and now yes, they're I, popping up right and it's like remember uh 10 years ago when you had this like dramatic ass like long ass thing telling all of your business to everyone whatever drama you had well, going yeah. on and like, I felt oh so- my <laughs> god I don't want to revisit 20 year old Raven. No, never. But at that never. age, you, at that <laughs> age too, is when you feel the deepest, like you're feeling the yeah. deepest, oh. like you're in love for the first time you're in like, you know, so you feel these things the deepest. And if I were to share those things that were in my journals, it would have been horrendous. It would have been oh. horrendous. Thank God. You know, <laughs> nothing but the Lord. Oh. So have you been watching Below Deck? This uh, latest season? Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. How are you feeling? How are you feeling uh, without Kate and with Eddie's return and Captain Lee and then these new idiots that they've got 
on board. Well, I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't love it. I mean, like, I, mm-hmm. I think there's also that adjustment of leaving below deck med into below deck. So, of course, yeah. there's that adjustment. There's the adjustment period of, like, I, what, we're three episodes in or something. And, and that, you know, and of course, I love Lee. I'm like, this, this is going to a hell on a hamburger. You know, like, I love, <laughs> that's my bad Lee. I'm like, you can, you can put 14 tons of shit in this little bag. I love Captain Lee, but he's, I just don't think the crew is gelled yet. I don't even like Mm -hmm. the look of the boat compared to the below deck med boat. Oh no, my Sienna is not very good compared to that. What was it? Wellington, Ellington? Yeah, it's like all, Mm -hmm. uh, the the deck crew is very weak. They're not working together. Like for a bigger trash. It looks like a bigger boat that's taking them 10. This is why, this is why I love below deck is that I'm, I firmly believe I could work on the deck crew. Like I'm like, I know. Oh yeah, it's easy. Like, uh, uh. Drop that anchor three clicks. You know, like I know, <laughs> I know what I think. I know deck terms of like, let's get into your blacks. Let's get into your whites, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like I know how to do these things. So I get upset when I don't feel this crew is hopping uh, like, like up and at them, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, so I don't know. I don't know if it's just a dud season or if it's going to start like really uh, blowing up, you know? I think it'll get, I think it'll get better. I'm enjoying it, but this season is cursed. I've said that from the beginning and I just really think some really bad things are going to happen. Those well, people I mean, are awful. All of them. Putting, keep, <laughs> you guys, they keep putting the dates up on the screen because I think, you know, cause we're leading to coronavirus. I imagine that's why they keep doing it. Cause they're yeah. like February 12th, 2020, you know? So you know, I think that's right around the corner. And that's why they kept, keep putting these dates up, which cracks me up uh, because it leads to that. I mean, I think the only way, and I thought this about Below Deck Med too, is that Below Deck has this horrible thing with the franchise that they do is that every docking or undocking, they act like it's the most dramatic docking that they've ever had. And somebody's about to die. They're like, we've never come in this close to another yacht in our lives. <laughs> oh my God, headwinds are coming out from the left. This is crazy. And then they go to commercial. So you expect like people dying when you come back and they're like, uh, we got it in. We got it in. Like, there's I know. No- I want them to crash it just one yes. time. Hit something. Please kill them to kill some like bystander (laughs) on the like somebody's watching the boat and then they just like the boat tips because somebody didn't throw the line in time. Right. Biggest ratings ever. Biggest Uh, ratings ever. It would be huge. Oh, they're never gonna fucking do it. It pisses me off. I want them to fuck up the boat so badly. Yes. Everyone has to pay whoever owns this boat for the rest of their fucking lives. Hand over their firstborn, all of that, because they can't fucking afford it. But do you ever, does your mind ever go with these shows when you kind of like check out a little bit and you're watching, like my mind has started, I'm watching so many of these shows where I'm starting to write fan fiction for these shows during <gasps> Like, cause like in my mind, I'm like the old lady from the Titanic is on the below deck yacht and they go to the middle <laughs> of the sea and that's where she draw the, the diamond in there. And Captain Lou's like, lady, if I find out you have this diamond, you're going to get out. You know, like. <laughs> Like, First of all, I really need for you to write this fan fiction and have it somewhere for yes. me to be able to read this because that but would like, be amazing. I feel like that's the next step is like 
fan or you know when you were a kid i don't know like you read i mean it wasn't like i didn't read sweet valley high i read like the encyclopedia brown or the hardy boys or whatever these like and they had like you know serialized books yeah i think they need to do that with reality shows like could you like vanderpump rules oh. the, the missing vodka bottle you know and then it's like the characters in all these different situations and or like a choose your own adventure uh real housewives of atlanta book or you're uh i you would know, die where, for that Por- portia meets the stripper at the party and is like does she sleep with him or does she go back to dennis you know like oh my mean? god i feel like that's where <laughs> my mind works in this weird crossover way that I, i'm always like oh wouldn't it be cool if yes you need to make that happen nobody steal ryan's idea he'll yeah. sue the shit out of you well, if I could trust that <laughs> if I could trust that any of these people were actually good actors, you would actually film some of this stuff, like direct mm-hmm. these characters as themselves in some of these choose your own adventures. Like that would be the next step is it actually really do would. like dream episodes like they do on like sitcoms. Oh, amazing. Uh, I'm just yeah, like now yeah. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So to, what kind of shows are you watching that like you don't cover on your podcast or like that you don't talk about very much? Well, unfortunately, I have a Patreon and I talk about everything on the Patreon. So I like, I even do a Don't Be Tardy recap with my friend. No, uh, Ryan. Yes, I do. It is the show, guys, it is a a 30-minute show that by the time you put all the commercials and all that, it's like 16 minutes of content because what they'll do is like when they go up to the first commercial, they'll be like, this is what you're going to see in the next bit. And then I hate it when they do that. They'll come back from commercial and they'll show you 30 seconds of what you just saw. Like you forgot about it. But yeah. like, so it's like 16 minutes of content. Nothing happens. And I got to tell you, it's a weird breath of fresh air this year mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, there's zero like there's nothing to be offended by there's nothing really they're, they're literally just in an rv the, why are they in the rv that's what they're doing the entire they're, season they're, no they're yeah well they're taking a uh they're taking the kids around a tour of the u.s like they went to the the st louis oh, arts cool. they're on route 60 but is it they don't do it like the big i mean it's a cool idea yeah. to like take your but with them i don't oh, i just can't the with big, that family well, nothing but nothing happens with the family that's like controversial or anything the big plot line for one of the episodes was they had some electrical problems on the uh the rv and so they pull over and then they call somebody to fix it. And then the guy comes out and fixes it. That's the show. <laughs> like, that's the show. There's no drama. Nobody's in danger. Nobody, like, they can't even try it. Like, it's really fascinating. Like, it was just like, oh, well, we fixed this wire and you're good to go. And they're like, like okay, perfect. back on the road. And it's, I got to tell you, we, I do like an hour. The, the show's 20 minutes. And of course, I do an hour podcast about it. But yeah, I, I cover everything except... Um, like there's one, those ones that are like, I, I don't clever like 90 day fiance stuff. Those mm-hmm. ones, are, those ones are for me, you know, like those yeah. ones are like, I can check out or I watch this show now. Welcome to Plathville on TLC. I, my mom was telling me about that show really, and she's like, you need to watch it. Yeah. It's really weird and interesting because it's about a family that raised their kids without any kind of uh, out like real world stuff like TV or, you know, they don't know how the real world works. And then oh my two, of the ki- two of the kids like broke free from that. And the one kid's like this buff hot dude that's like now like modeling everywhere. And he's like, we've always oh been God. told to be ashamed of our bodies. And now- like, And he's, he's super to- hot. He didn't even oh, know he's it. Go- he's going to be doing porn by the end of the like, cause like the first <laughs> season was like, the first season was six episodes. They just came back and he's already doing underwear shoots. And he has like a oh, huge boy. gay following. And he's like, so like, just like, Ah, shucks about it. But uh-huh. he's, like, he's like learning to give like blue steel looks in the mo- like he's loving it. And then yeah. the one girl moved in with the brother from the family and got her first his uh, 
her first boyfriend and rides on the motorcycle with him. Like, but they've oh, done not the motorcycle. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so. And then you have the family that they keep cutting back to that are, you know, the one girl lives with them and they moved houses and she got her dream wish was a prayer closet, and the girl has okay. her own prayer closet now, which she had al- always asked for which actually was just like a cedar closet, like to put like, like coats and stuff. Yeah. Like they, they told her it was a prayer, prayer closet. She's like, Oh my God, this house has a prayer closet. It's really. So, amazing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It's like these, things, I'm going to watch that. Reality shows are great when it's like this, when they take you into a world that you would have no idea was there. And yeah. like where you're like, why did you even agree to do this? Those are the best reality shows when you're like, how did they find so them? I don't know. Like I really, I mean, obviously, I think probably the mom, like, it's always these, one of the parents reaches out, like, that, you know, it's, like, one of those things, like, you, you know, on 90 Day Fiance or even some of, some other reality shows, you see that they'll have, like, a career and, like, oh, this person popped up on this show 10 years ago, or they were on Maury Povich, or they were on, like, oh so they obviously God. have, like, tried to be, t- like, Angela from the 90 Day Fiance, uh, oh, she was Jesus. on, she was on an episode of Jerry Springer with her daughter, yes. like, very on brand. Mm-hmm. So it's like these people have wanted this all their lives in a way. A mess, a mess. So you are a part of Bachelor Nation, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So have you watched like from the beginning or did you like hop in at a certain point? What's your relationship so with I watched, uh, Bachelor? I watched the, like I, I was in Bachelor Nation for like the first seven seasons. Like I was Trista and Ryan and all of those guys. And then I kind of fell off because I was just like, well, I get, I get it. You know, it's like Survivor where I was like, okay, well I get it now. And then you just, life happens. And yeah. I came back a couple seasons ago because once I started getting really into like reality show groups and stuff like that, you wanted to be a part of it. And so I came back in and I covered it last season a little bit on the podcast. And then I, I've been covering it or dabbling in it, like, you know, a little bit here and there because the uh, Claire Dale thing was just so bonkers to me. And I just, this is what I, this is what I deserve. <laughs> I waited to all the people, to all the people that didn't believe in me. And it's like, she's accepting an Academy Award for some dipshit she spent eight hours with. Honestly. I'm like, going to feel, I said, please keep shouting this from the rooftops because I want to, sh-. the part of Bachelor Nation, they need rules where they're like, Fine, you can you can proclaim all of this stuff, but what we need is we need a contract that says we get to make you, uh, we get to tie you to a chair and you have to watch all of this crap when he breaks up with you. You know, like oh. you have to watch everything that you made us watch with you proclaiming, everybody was idiots. I was right for waiting. He's like my dad. Like it was so crazy. It's so embarrassing because- he is not going to marry her. He doesn't And he's a nice her. guy. He's a nice guy. He's like, I don't, I, but like he, he literally goes, he goes, she goes, she, on that last date or when they spent the night together, she's like, I've got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm completely in love with you. And he goes, I, I, think I, I, I think I, he goes, I think, I think I felt love when I saw you. Like, he's like literally going, okay, I think I felt that. That's, yes, I had a friendly feeling. Yes. And he's like kind of going along with it. He's like, okay, she's hot. She's like, okay, okay. But then that like that coda scene, like on that that episode where they they were at the beach and they'd been together for four days, and they're like, "What you doing over there, Mama?" She's like, "Just cooking." And they got a salad. I was like, "Girl, (laughs) you could have seen me watch." It was just like just vomit all over myself. I was like, "Oh no!" It was so I 
don't know why, like, I don't, I want to believe in love. I do, but I, no part of my belief in love includes a TV show that you compete to like no part of it where I was like, Oh no, when I find love. And that's when I compete with 20 other dudes for a woman, you know, honestly, I, it's ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous, but I'm having a great time. <laughs> well, at least, ta- but it, we are, at least Tasha's playing ball. At least yes. Tasha's like, there's so many of these guys that I like. I want that. Like Claire buried the lead immediately and it's unprofessional. And that's why she should be sued by ABC and The Bachelor because you're there for a game show. There was that you're not allowed to tell somebody you love them. No matter, and obviously she was on this guy's, you know how we're all like. Oh gosh. From the I mean, like, here's she the didn't even pretend. But we're all like that. We all like, like, come on. Like, don't we all, I mean, I probably not, you're more mature, but like, I feel like I I fall, I feel like I fall in love. I fall in love on Instagram like 60 times a day. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) She's looking at it. It was just like, I know this, this might be a little girly of me, but like I'll literally picture full lives with people. And I've just seen their picture on Instagram and I'll be like, of course, I think a lot of, yes, we all do that. (laughs) <laughs> well, like, I don't, I, but I, I don't follow like Instagram models or anything like that, but I'll literally random regular people that have no idea who I am. I'll be like, I probably, yeah, that, that could I be could a, see a life relationship. With them. Yeah. Yes. So there's no <laughs> way because she even admitted she looked at Dale's pictures. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she did that and she, her imagination went. So I think even before he stepped out of the car, she had a full life in her head with him. And that's where she's at now. Cause she's like, babies are up next. And Dale's like, oh, bitch, no. Like now you're you're taking it too far. (laughs) Dale just got, Dale just like put a down payment on an an apartment in New York city. And like, he's being spotted every, I I just, I don't know. And also we, you know, I can, I can, I can easily say this is that, you know, I used to really get offended, but I do, I agree now that men are trash, you know, myself included. I do not think like, we just don't have what it takes to step up in the ways that women want us to, you know, or Mm -hmm. it takes us a very long time to learn to get to that point. That part, it it takes a long time. And so it's like, yeah. So like, do women really want to be there on that part of your journey where you're learning that they're, no, you know? No, absolutely not. And by so, the way, I'm not saying I'm complete shit. I'm just saying that you're not. I, I, just, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just don't believe in us as a uh, gender. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. I'm well, sorry. Well, I'm think, gonna I, have to agree with you. I agree. I should, I'm sorry. Shouldn't have had that fourth cup of coffee. I can already hear people like, <laughs> "Calm down, bro." Yeah. No, no, we love this. So if if Dale was the Bachelor, and yeah. He was down to Claire and Taisha. Who would he choose? Taisha. <laughs> Taisha. I mean, that's what I literally. That was that was what I that was what I tweeted on Taisha's first night. That I when uh, Chris Harrison pulled her aside and like, you don't think it's just those guys, do you? Like, I wanted them. I wanted Chris Harrison there to be a scene where Chris goes to Dale and and uh, Claire and goes, Dale, we want you to come back to the house just to make sure you've made the right decision. You know, like I wanted that to be like, no, screw you, Claire. You, we got him on contract. He's coming back to the house and we're going to. Oh see- my God. That would have been amazing. I would have been screaming. Oh, yeah. I wish. Now I got to tell you, so you are very into the vow, right? Yes. Always. So I not just the vow, the whole it. thing. There was like, there was seduced on stars, which is another documentary. I've been. Oh, like I'm, I'm fully into Nixium and the whole cult thing now. So I have not finished the Val yet. I think it's, I probably have watched like five or six episodes, and I think there's eight. And I just like, 
No, sometimes it's, I got to take a break. Well, it's also, I think, I think the vow is sloppy storytelling too. Just so I way. should forget about that one. Well, no, because one. I think the, I think the last few episodes are really good. Uh, but there's a documentary on stars. It's better called seduced that follows Catherine Oxenberg and India Oxenberg, but she's out now. And it's like, there's so much more information packed in four episodes of seduced than there was nine episodes of the vow. Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't there. I think in the end for what felt like a, um, uh, trying to, trying to make themselves feel like good people. The, uh, the dude, the documentarian and, yeah. uh, you know, like they're trying to like now be like, we didn't mean it. We didn't mean it. When they made money off all of these people, they made, you know, like, I feel like this was like trying to absolve their sins, the vow, instead of telling us, because the vow really leaves out a lot of what Nixium believed, what Keith Raniere believed and the, the insane sex stuff that was going on. And I, I, I you probably already read it. So I don't think it's giving anything away, but that, you know, the very last scene, they're speaking to Keith in prison mm-hmm. and that's the very last shot. So yeah. he's, he's going to be a part of season two of The Vow. And once I watched Seduce, I was two. like, there was no reason to give him any more voice. Like, no, I, why I would need... you? So the fact that they, I think they thought, well, like, well, look what a get. And I'm like, no, this is how he got people to begin with. People that gave him a platform to speak. Right, exactly. Okay, so Seduce, I'm going to watch that. Because I feel like I'm not going to finish the vow. I'll be completely honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to now that you said a, that. It's a tough watch, but you know, for I think during quarantine and all of this crap, we've been like looking for like things to be involved with and stuff. So the vow mm-hmm. was like a nice detour that still had its roots in reality TV, I think, and kind yeah. of insanity. So it was a nice Sunday escape, which is so weird to say, but it was an escape. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Let's talk Salt Lake City now. I want you to tell me who your favorites are. No, I want you to rank them. I made money okay. to do that. So I've watched three episodes so far, and it's that's hard to rank because I, are, are we ranking by what we think makes the best show, or are we ranking by nope. who we like? By who you like. Um, wow, that's a really tough one. I I really think it's like we got we got a little bit of the Beatles here, where I feel like there's mm-hmm. positive about each one of these people. What I think, what I, what I like, and maybe this hasn't really, I mean, after watching the third episode, I've got to say, I think the moral center of the show is Heather. And, yeah. And I, I really, really like Heather for a lot of reasons. And I think she is, is, is great. Then I got to go. And this, and my, my, my opinion has changed from the first episode to the third episode. I got to go with Mary, you know, I, know. I, yeah. I got to go with Mary and it's, and we can get into it, but it's, after the third episode, I was like, okay, Mary. Same. And then, uh, you know, Lisa and Meredith are interchangeable. And I know they look alike too, but they're very interchangeable <laughs> with me in, in a lot of ways. But they're great. They're great. Yeah. Um, you know, Jen uh, <clears throat> Jen is a force, of course, you know, but she's got to... Dial it down. Dial it down because it's already like the stars are in her eyes. And I was very concerned when I saw that she was like selling merchandise already after the first episode. And she's like selling merch. She's selling merch of like Shaw Squad and stuff. And oh boy. And that was, and I was like, come on, you know, Dorinda like immediately hopped on the clip thing, but I think that was in her second or third season. And yeah, you know, so, and whoever, I do have a theory that somebody is running her Twitter account that is not her. Because Dorinda? No, or Jen, Jen. Shaw. Oh, Somebody, whoever, like it because <laughs> she's she's too good at it it's like too twitter good where it's like 
Jen wasn't on Twitter. There's no way that Jen just decided to hop on Twitter and then knew every Twitter bit to do. There's yeah, just, it's her Shaw squad. Somebody on that Shaw squad. Well, I mean, it has to be because it's not Jen. Like, I mean, Jen's funny and Jenny's, Jen's wild, but like Twitter's like a different animal. And for somebody yeah. to like nail it that hard after the first episode, it's just weird. So uh, who am I leaving now? Oh, I gotta uh, say, Whitney no, no, no. And- so I gotta say Mary. Then I gotta say Whitney. Then I gotta say Jen, and then I gotta see Meredith and Lisa. Lisa's my least. Oh, oh, Lisa's my favorite. So, what about Whitney? Are you uh, okay? Come she's on. up there because she's at the bottom of my list. But I can't say why no, exactly. No, to me, I'm like, I don't know why. She's already given us her father. She's given us that she's a possible swinger. She has not answered that question, which Holy would lead us. You know, and the the reason why this show flies is because on the background of the Mormon religion, with that backdrop, it gives us a really huge foundation. Mm -hmm. So everything is tethered to this deep belief, to this deep religious belief. And you've got, and that's why this show takes off so quickly as opposed to any other Housewives franchise. Because it's not like, you know, it really does. So everybody has a story with the Mormon religion because of Utah. And so this little pieces of history and the, the ways the Mormon church, and I have a little experience with the Mormon church, so the ways that they're like talking about, you know, your body is a temple, perfection can be achieved, all this stuff, that kind of backdrop, it's just like that's, that's Shakespearean, that's theatrical because everybody, whether they've been excommunicated, whether they've been divorced, you're seeing people deal like, I mean, poor Heather thinks she's a failure. You know, oh my God, I know. I feel so awful for her when she was talking about her divorce and all of that. Yes, and she said, literally she said- really- should have stayed in her marriage and been miserable because that was like how to be a good Mormon or whatever. She like, said, oh and she God. said, she's like a hundred percent. I believe that a hundred percent, you know? And I was like, wow, that to me is the, the show is ridiculous, but then it has these moments where you're like, that's real. Like yeah. they're sharing something very real about themselves. And it's like, it really is stunning and it emotionally resonates with me. And I would imagine an audience because you're like, this is more than just looks. This is more than just like rich and stuff. This is deep feelings that involve God, involve the afterlife. And if you look at it like that, it's like really a jaw dropping series so far, because then you even have people like Mary and you, she's Pentecostal and you, we get her whole religious background, which is, you think the Mormon religion has some weird aspects. You get into Mary oh, yeah. story and it's like, but anyways, yeah. Whitney gives us, the brother, the husband that she admits like she wore her prom dress to her wedding. They were both cheating on their partners. He's 18 years older than her. She mm-hmm. has the baby voice. She's really sweet, but you can tell she loves to cut loose with like the prohibition thing. And like, it, it's, there's so many things there that I am so curious about. Yeah. Like, has the stripper pole, but like, it's like fun. Like literally the daughter goes, watches her mom on the stripper pole. is like, there's so many things I don't know about you or something All like right. that. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Well, I, I just, know so much there where I, where you get to somebody like Lisa for me and I'm like, yeah, she's beautiful. And, uh, but like, and she gets fast food all the time and mm-hmm. she seems like a good mom and she's very business driven, but I don't, I'm not curious a lot about her, uh, relationship. I'm not curious. I, I guess I just go by curiosity and what she's I the see. least interesting. She like, you don't want to read a book about her. Yeah, but obviously she's a driven businesswoman. There's a potential for like a Bethany type figure there. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just was kind of like, uh, 
Did you notice also, I got to say, I got to move to Utah because these husbands are schlubby and they're getting, they're getting tens. <laughs> they're getting tens as hell. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is, this is insane. Like, it's what's true. Yeah. The husbands are not doing it for me. They're not doing it for me, but good for them. John, John okay. Pringle, John Pringle needs to move to Utah once he uh, plunges uh, the uh, Southern Charm cast. Oh, you're not watching Ugh. Southern Charm, are you? No, but I know who he is. Yeah. Um, agreed. <laughs> agreed. He's not attractive. Like, I'm not understanding what is happening there. Because isn't Madison kind of supposed to be in? Well, because Patricia, uh, Patricia, Patricia told uh, John to go after her and is, like, hinting to Madison. So she's trying to do, like, this puppet master thing. Unfortunately, mm. I did a whole Instagram bit about how he's ugly. And then uh, John Pringle saw it and DM'd me and stuff. So that was, like, kind of a bummer. But he was a good What sport. did he say? He, he was like, he was like, well, he goes, well, that was quite a journey. And I'm like, oh no, uh, he, uh, he, yeah, he found it, and so I guess, and then he DM me, and I go, hey man, uh, I said something like, hey, well, thanks for being a good sport about it. If it makes you feel any better, a lot of guys and girls said you were hot, and and then I was like, because I was about to say, well. At least you didn't rape anybody like Thomas Ravenel. Like I almost oh. said that, and then oh, I oh, I thought you, damn it, you should have. Well, because I was like, <laughs> I, I don't really know this guy, and then I think I said something like, "Well, hey man, I'm ugly too," and uh, I was like trying to like, and he was very cool about it. He was he was very, but the sad thing was, I made up my highlight, and he keeps commenting on different days about it. So oh I'm my like, God, he's I'm continuing like, to I'm look like, at he's, it. yeah, like so Weirdo. I know. there's there's something off, but he's he was a very nice guy about it, whereas opposed to like. Like, cause I almost shit myself when I saw he was in my DMs. I would I have like, to. I was like, no, cause aren't you like this where you're like much Don't tougher. Talk to me. You're much tougher online than you are in real life. Well, no. you're probably, you know, I, see, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm the textbook. I'm way tougher online than I am in person. You know, I wish it was that way. I really do. I can uh, be mean. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you guys, I'm looking at her. She's like dead serious. There's no even. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Do Heather's employees have a Vanderpump Rules type uh, pregnancy pact going on or what? How the fuck are five of them all pregnant at the same time for the first time? That is insane. That's an easy answer. They're Mormon. Oh. I mean, that's, right. I mean that's, that's an easy answer. It's like I'm what's in the like... water. It's like the Mormon religion. That's, that's what they're supposed to do. But by the oh. way, I'm much more down for that pregnancy pack than I am the Vanderpump Rules pregnancy pack. You know, like of course. I am much more down um, for that, which is so funny though. I posted a picture of Stassi. She did that stupid belly thing. Which, I mean, I'm, I, it's not stupid. It's stupid because it's, it's, it's her. It's, stupid. it's stupid because it's her, but I, yes. you know, I posted it as like a quarantine joke about weight. And I, I even like, you know, cause you know how your mind does your mind just thinks in jokes now mm -hmm. and uh, you forget how hated she is or love. And then people are starting to pop off in the comments about that. And I was like, Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I, I really didn't mean to, there was no, there was no political agenda with this photo. You know, I, just, I know. Don't you know, sometimes you like get an idea and you're like, Oh, I'm going to like, post something about this and then you're like you know what it's not even worth it because yeah, i do not know, feel like dealing with this shit today i, I really don't to, <laughs> i'm starting to realize that like chloe kardashian people have their real like you know there's some real chloe fans out there that really, really? get down on me for doing that like how why are you so obsessed with this you oh, know like because i'm like because like, it's a joke it's a and thing they, that i thought a couple, couple people have done that with jackson like why are you so obsessed with him i'm like 
Are you it's kidding a, me? Is you would not understand. Okay. Uh, anyways, okay. yeah. So yeah, they're fi- the pregnancy pact is, but I got to tell you, I love, I love the way Heather handles her employees. She's amazing. I wish I could work for her. You yeah, like tell she cares about them and she really loves them. And she's like, who, what boss throws their employees like a fabulous baby shower or just a regular to, baby and, shower and, at all? And you took such pride in it, you know, of saying, you know, like took pride, like really like bought little like Range Rover baby vehicles so or whatever. And I just thought that was so, and by the way, if you guys haven't seen the third episode, this is what's in the third episode. And it was just like really amazing for her to do and show us how, and it just shows what kind of person she is. Cause I think we've all worked at places where our bosses didn't give a rip, you know? Most, yes, yes. And then you get one good boss that's like that. And it's like, oh my God, I just want to work for you forever. But it doesn't always work out that way when you're fucking depressed. <laughs> it made, yeah, it made me I don't want to work to, anymore. <laughs> it, made, it made me want to get pregnant. I'll tell you that much, you know? It made me want to get pregnant too. <laughs> but I don't have I don't even have a job right now. What the fuck am I talking about? Like, <laughs> I know. I'm still laid off. I oh, pretty much just watch, just watch Bravo all day and take notes, you know? <laughs> like, that's just. That's it. <laughs> but, uh, what a life I've, I've I've gotten myself here. Listen, it is what it is. But um, yeah, she, that was cute. So let's talk about uh, Meredith for a second. Actually, it's not really Meredith. I want to talk about Brooks. Because, okay, yeah. this whole, uh, when Jen comes over and she's doing her high kicks and Brooks says that he and Chloe feel are feeling uncomfortable, and so they have to leave to go to Best Buy. Which, by the way, what are they buying at Best Buy? What do they I, need to I, get it, at Best I, Buy? I, I literally was like, "Is this 1998?" When I got I, used to, <laughs> when I used to get excited about going to Best Buy, I was like, "This is wild!" Like I was like, "What a what a shout out to Best Buy!" Like I don't even I haven't even thought about Best Buy in years. Like they're Me like go on a, a like during the night like like are right. going what to buy, time is it they're going to buy dvds what are they i mean like I, I i didn't even know what you would buy there like i don't know it's just weird yeah so that was odd but i'm just i'm trying to figure out what he was offended by because he tells meredith that like he saw her vagina or whatever and i'm just like how she was literally kicking away from him so i don't know how he or chloe saw it and then it's like you're also looking was it you that posted about like PK and that whole like Erica when she didn't the panty gate thing? No, no, no. But I, I, think I saw that. I, I don't. I don't know where I saw and that. And I was yeah. like, yo, if you were looking at, you know what I mean? Like I'm not. Like I'm just confused because I didn't see her like spreading well, her legs no. like in his direction at all. Bro, I mean, here's the deal. I liked Brooks the first episode. Brooks was Me being too. a complete. Brooks was being a complete brat. Yeah. And, what the and, fuck? And I, I really, I really thought, and and then they had that scene with her and his mom of like, you are not hanging out with, you are not hanging out with Jen. You're not doing the sleepover. How dare you? You're staying with me and Chloe. You know, like he did this whole thing. I'm like, yo, dude. Who are you, you talking to? You don't say the rules here. Like, and like the mom obviously is following what Brooke says. I'm like, you have been given some kind of power that you do not deserve. Like, and he's like, I took off six months when I found out my parents were separating to like be there with my mom, but also just to be on the show. Right. Like, you Clearly know, like, that's like, what it was. Because so like no. where I was a huge fan after the first episode and I got to tell you it really nosedived for me in this episode because you don't tell you don't get to say what your mom does. And I like, wish I, I would say something like that to my mom. She'd be like LOL. Who the fuck do you think you're talking no, to? You're going to tell me what this, to do? <laughs> even to this day, even to this day I couldn't do that. Like I could no, not like No, I would never. Not, not, you know, 
Uh, and there's never a point where I would do that. Like also like, and, and Jen of course is an extreme character, but obviously this is not the first time he's met Jen. No, so he knows what's up with her. So to be like, I can't even believe my mom would hang out with someone like that. It's like, you don't need to be nasty about it. I think he's, I think he's feeling himself a little too, you know, too deeply. And I think he might be getting encouraged from production or something. Cause then they gave him his own talking head, which I was like, you know, he's like, I saw her vagina, you know? And it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't see it. Stop being dramatic. Like, this is crazy. And like, yeah, your mom has a weird friend. We all have our mom, all of our moms have weird friends. Yeah, at least one. So, (laughs) I mean, come on. Whatever, Brooks. So, speaking of weird kids, that's not nice. Not weird. (laughs) Just kids. Speaking of kids. Wait, wait, wait. I want to clarify this. Is that like, a lot of people were saying like, well, there was like uh, the uh, uh, gay being brought into it. I'm not even talking about like, like, oh, because somebody said he was being like, oh, he's just being queenie, which I don't even agree with. He was just being no. an asshole. He was yeah, just he was just asshole. being a dick. <laughs> it wasn't anything to do with sexuality. It was like being a no. dick. And that stuff, if I ever, if I had a kid, I would really have to get that out of him immediately because it's just not how you behave. You do not like, you're not the one that like says how this ship goes, especially when you're obviously been very much provided for by your family, you know? Oh my God, in a major way. Yeah, it's, it's strange that Meredith was just like, okay, I'm like, listen to him. Like, you do not call the shots here, sir. That's that's funny. No, get the fuck out of here. Did you, um? well, I just on that, like the husband, uh, what's his, Shane, not Shane. Um, um, uh, Seth. Seth. That dinner scene where we find out that they're separated, was he on drugs or something? You I know don't what know. I'm talking about? He, he was, was like, he was all pasty face. He was like, let's talk about it. Here we go. You know, like, it was like, like there was like a weird, pill slow thing happened it was like i mean it just seemed so weird i was like what is this guy on i don't know but i don't like him i do not like him i don't care what meredith's doing i don't get a good feeling from him yeah, <laughs> i'm I don't, not gonna say i don't know what well, it is i mean we obviously know i mean they're separated and i don't i don't want to break up a marriage but if it's already going that way i mean that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute I heard that she had a boyfriend during the filming. Was it you? What? Yeah, while the, while uh, they were filming, they had a boyfriend. That would that would so make sense because there. I was wondering why they really uh, kind of highlighted that talking head with both of them, where he, he's like, "Well, I know I'm not dating anybody," and then he goes, "And I sure as heck hope you're not dating anybody." And then there was just a shot of her face. That must be why. Uh huh. Because so she didn't uh, say nothing. She didn't how say dare. Thing. Meredith, you're breaking my heart. You're breaking my heart. I mean, she's I didn't probably know. dumped him by now. We're gonna That's get true. you in there. Thank you. We'll thank get you, you in there. That's... We'll work on it. So... It's gonna be another one of those like Leah, where I'm going to keep liking her pictures, and then I'll probably like <laughs> I'll probably say like because the Leah thing was always like this really kind of. Like, I, I really did think she's attractive and funny. And then she is said like, oh, slide into her DMs. And I think I did. But I was like, ha, huh, you're so funny. Like, I was like, it was like not even smooth. It was like, and then somebody had like, <laughs> they, he got so many tags and pictures about me. So then I was like, then it was like, oh, I think she's like pretty creeped out that this guy keeps getting tagged in her photo. So I would like, I think she even said something of like, oh, I know. And I was like, oh, that's just a joke. That's just something I do on my podcast. <laughs> I, I don't I like think, you. No. I think you're. I think you're stupid. Like you know. <laughs> and I hate you. Okay. I, I hate you. Why are? Why am I even doing this? <laughs> oh my god. 
I don't think she'd be creeped out. I feel like she's got a good like sense of humor. Oh, totally. I'd yeah, like I just, to think so. I don't know. But that's why I think she's, I'm scared that she's going to have that second season uh, curse or slump. Oh where God, I really feel, hope They not. feel themselves too deeply, you know, because mm-hmm. people like me have gassed them up so much. Yeah. You know? Okay, like, so if she does, then it's going to be on you. Oh, and I'm going to cyber bully the shit out of you if it happens. Every uh, you know what? I'm, I, I'm, that's my dream is to like talk about, talk to her on my podcast about that. I'm like, Leah, let's, let's, let's cut to brass tacks. What's going on? The second season, <laughs> we're seeing something a little different and I want to know what's happening. What's going through your mind. Like, wouldn't you love to be able to like talk to these guys like that, you know, to be able to interview them that way very seriously? You know, sometimes I feel like I have, no, not sometimes. A lot of times I have questions for them, but I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to them. I want to talk to them in the sense of like, can you be real about things? You know, like, what is it like? Like, I would love to know from Leah, what is it like to become like, you know, to have this brand, to have a little bit of a name and then all of a sudden to get so much free promotion for your brand, so Mm -hmm. much free, you know, so many people reaching out to you and saying these amazing things when you yourself have said like all these struggles you've had throughout your life and stuff like, I mean, I got to think that's like rarefied air for a second where you kind of, I would be interested in talking to her like a year from now. Yeah. And I think she's one of the only, one of the few that would be real about it. I'd like yeah. to think that. I can't really think of anyone else off the top of my head that would be that way because <laughs> they're fucking terrible. Yeah. But, no, I mean, so yeah, I, I do get interested in that sense, but I don't get interested in the, you know, just the typical interview that you hear where it's like, eh. Yeah, no, I don't want that. Um, but I'll listen to him. <laughs> I don't want to do them. <laughs> so Lisa, did you catch this? Because this has like been really bugging me. And I haven't really been like on Twitter very much. So I don't know what people are saying, but I haven't seen anything on Instagram. So when she takes her very young looking son on a driving lesson. Yeah. And she's like, don't do this. Don't do that. Whatever. And he's like, I have a strong, strong pullout game. game, Yeah. And she just was like, okay. And so also don't do this. And I was like, um, what? What is happening well, here? I didn't even know if he was aware what he said or if he meant it literally. That part too. Like because she, she took it literally of like, but then I had a, I, then I thought the kid does know what he's saying because later on in that same scene, he says there's a, a line of dialogue where he goes, oh yeah, I get that a lot. Uh, what was it? It was like a very quick line. And I was like, oh, this kid knows what he's talking of. This kid knows what he's, He's like a little smart ass kid that looks really innocent. Um, I'm trying to find he the does. line. But yeah, like I, uh, so I mean, that was a crazy line. And obviously they highlighted it in the preview too. So, right. Um, Cause then the, the little one, when she was trying to teach him the 10 commandments or whatever, he was like, don't look at porn. And I was like, why do you know porn is? Yeah. Whatever your name is, child. Oh, wait, here it is. Lisa says, and always make sure to stay in your lane. And he goes, yeah, I've been told that a lot. I was like, this kid knows what he's doing, you know? I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so obviously you aren't doing a good job if you're, you have to keep being told. Yeah. So do that. <laughs> um, did your parents teach you how to drive? Or did you like take some classes or something? Because my I'm mom not- could not teach me. She was grabbing the little thing, pressing on her little imaginary brake, 
screaming and shit. So she had to like hire some man to teach me how to drive. Yeah, I gotta tell I you, my couldn't. <laughs> no, my my dad did. Like I, we, uh, I remember driving around the streets of my uh, high school, uh, the parking lot of my high school. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, like going to parking lots and teaching me to drive that way. And to yeah, I mean, uh, they actually, my dad was actually really good about that. You know, oh that's Mom, good. But my dad was great about it. Did you pass the test your first time? No, I, I, I had killed somebody in the driver's thing. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I passed it. I passed it the first time. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I failed the first time. Brag, but I'm, I'm like a really good driver. So I don't even want to brag there, but I'm just really good. I feel like I'm a good driver too. You know how they got me? So first of all, this is important to know that I, um, <laughs> I got my driver's license in Florida. We were living in Florida at the time. And they don't teach you how to parallel park, by the way. They don't even teach you. It's not part of the test. You don't leave the parking lot for the test. It's just like a. I know no grown adults. I know the test. Like, I know grown. I know grown ass adults that still do not know how to parallel park. I can do it, but but I'm like very self conscious about it. Like I don't want if there's like some other cars around. Like I'm not gonna do it because I'm gonna be like, oh my god, they're gonna be like, look at that dumb bitch. She's. She doesn't know how to fucking parallel park. This is going to take forever. And then like, there's traffic like building up. And I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Forget the it. Key, the key to parallel parking is dealing with pressure. Like it's always, I can't. it's always a pressure situation, you know, because. I'll start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. But I failed the first time because you know what? There's those like thick white lines uh, and you're supposed to stop at them. <laughs> yeah. I didn't stop because it was super faded. Again, it was like in a parking lot. I was like, ah, I don't know. Let me just keep going. And he was like, pull the car over <laughs> like you failed. And I like my mom had taken me before school that day. And I was like, I'm about to drive my car to school. Like, no, I was so upset. I was like, Can what I was that? What was, yeah. What was that feeling of defeat? Like, was it just, it was horrible. And I was crying and I was being a brat and my mom was like, get your shit together. Like, we'll just come back again. <laughs> How long, how long did you wait between the first and the second time? I don't know, like a few days, whatever the, however long you had to wait. It was like a few days. And then I went back and passed it, but I was a brat because I had a car waiting on me. And I, I couldn't, seem to remember couldn't do I, it. in high school, there was like a driver's ed class too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, I like, you had the, There was like the, the, the little driving thing and you like, they put a film strip on or something and you would act like you were driving on the road and uh i remember i had this uh teacher that like he tell you he was like he sounded, sounded a little like bill clinton and he just like <laughs> had a little draw there it goes right and then he would always <laughs> his big thing was like you're being a waste of skin right now like he'd oh always call God. kids a waste of skin it was like so weird <laughs> that's terrible sheesh i'm gonna use that <laughs> i am gonna use that though which wait, wait wait by the way that's what whitney's dad whitney's dad kind of has a bill clinton like uh like where he's like i haven't been to the church in 10 years this is awesome this is real yeah. awesome you know he's like very matter of fact and like hey I, I'm, I'm just happy to be i got a big red nose <laughs> what is happening with his hair because she said that he had like a hair care line or something like that and i'm like yeah he was like uh, big hair okay. he obviously had his own salon because he has all the stuff in his storage locker he said or whatever and obviously he's somebody that wants to be have hip hair i just think he's having the hip hair from like the 90s um yeah i guess yikes. hair is just something of like you know we can write novels about like what an am- but like that's what i'm saying this is like what an amazing b character 
what an amazing, and also you can't like, there is something completely, you know, there's something hysterical about him, but at the same time, there's something touching because this is a man that's obviously struggling, struggling with a pill addiction. You mm-hmm. have the religion in there as well. You have the church that turned his back on him. So then they go to Mary's church and he feels love and acceptance. So like it works on every, le- it works on a humor level. It works on a serious level. You're just like, holy, this is amazing. What a, what a great B character. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, this episode really, I really came around to Mary because before I was like, you know, when she first brought up the whole being married to her step-grandfather, she was like, yeah, it happened. Like everyone will get over it. Get yeah, over it. You'll but get, then, you'll get used to it. You'll get and used it's to like, it. no, we won't. But then this episode, she talks about it more and she's like, yeah, you know, it was weird at first. And I avoided having sex with him for as long as I could. I said my period. Because I had my period for a month. For a month. Yeah, and I was like, oh, feel that. And she's like, but then, she's like, and then she's like, he would check in every day. You ready yet? You ready no, yet? Still bleeding. <laughs> still and bleeding she, here. And then she prayed to God, and God gave her the strength to have sex with her step grandfather. And I even like, like I, I only can imagine God was like, "Do not use me in this. I didn't say that. I never Don't said that. Don't pull me that. into this shit. Do not pull me. This is nothing what I said. Like I can only imagine she gets to heaven, and he's like, "What did you think I was telling you? Like I was not telling you to have sex with your step grandfather." Right, like you're in, but by the way, like, can you come to my office? I just want to like yeah, talk about we, something to you really quickly. We got some real issues here because you're giving me a bad name. You like, said like, it on I, TV, like <laughs> said it multiple times. You did. <laughs> it's bad i just need to clear this up i never said that like and that's what i mean and the thing is he doesn't that's what it's like this episode kind of humanized it even more where i didn't even i didn't even want it humanized so i was like the guy doesn't seem insane either like you know but then it was just weird how we rationalize things to ourselves because mary was like then she was like and i gotta tell you once i really started to get to know him that was the person i would have chosen to be with it like i'm like Mary, oh. please, please, now you've taken it too far, you know? It's just, ugh. And then, and then I feel bad for her because she said her grandma specifically was like, I want you to take my place in the church and I want you to inherit everything in the money, the homes, the whatever. And her but mom you have wanted to marry. It. That is the fucking part. And yeah, now her, mom her and her the mom has and the yeah, Because she's like, mad at her daughter. I would have been like, hey, mom. You do it. You do it. You take it. Whatever. Grandma, just don't, like, if she feels like she needs to haunt me because I didn't do what she asked, then fine. But, like, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I, I just, like, what is the part that you wanted? You wanted to be the pastor or you wanted the money? I'm having a hard yeah. time believing that you wanted Robert Sr., But at what point, what? You know, like, I've got to skip town and start a new life. Like I'm not doing not, it. Yeah, like, there's... And then, like, they have this, you know, good-looking kid. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the son seems like just yeah. a normal dude, like, you know, in high school. And they're having normal parental things about he has a girlfriend now. And Mary's, you know, like, worried that he's spending too much time with his girl. Like, this is very normal. So you <laughs> have this completely normal. abnormal setting or abnormal uh, experience. And then they're normalizing it with just like, okay, well, that's, you know, we, we have a weird time with burners on our stove and, you know, we're, we have kitchen conversations mm-hmm. and you're just like, I don't know. It's just like the, the thought that they're acting so normal when we're having to catch up with something. It's so a insane. roller coaster with them, but it's like, yeah, but oh, even, yeah, but they're even, normal. Then like, no, that's our granddaddy. Oh, <laughs> I love that. One of the plot lines though, is one of the plot lines is literally we have lost the passion in our marriage. <laughs> like that's one like, of the plot lines. It's like, good, excuse me. good. You should have never been there. You're 
you're practically related. You should not, you should lose the passion in your relationship. There's no reason I should have feelings for my grandma, you know? I mean, except for the normal love, you know, like there's just, it's just hysterical that she's like, at some point we just, we became partners and friends. <laughs> like, like, how about becoming like, grandfather and, you know. That's all it should be, really. I mean, I don't, ugh, ugh. Like, I do, you uh, know, could you imagine, like, no. are, I mean, are we going to see a plot line where he tries to romance her? Like, we better fucking, they better not. <laughs> Ryan, they better not. Let me tell you something. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's just, I, it was just, yeah. I mean, it was like, it, and, well, I mean, what do you think about this? I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like, I don't think Mary lasts through the first, I think she doesn't come back for a second season. Really? Okay. I hadn't thought about it. It's all I think about, and it's, it's it's all I think about because okay, think about this. Why would you like her now? Church is being investigated pretty much by there's all these uh, accounts about her church, about and that. it's very. By the way, if you want to tie in Nixium and the Vow, there's very similar cult. They, this this church, Faith Temple, is registered as a cult. Online. Like yeah, like if you look it up, it is registered in the cult database, and I think there's going to be so much attention thrown on this thing that I don't think it's smart for her to continue because what I'm hearing too is rumors of embezzling, rumors oh, of like, you know, there's all of these things. And I think her behavior on the show in terms of clothing and stuff shows that she's spending a lot of money. She uh, sure so, is. Uh, I don't, you know, this is all alleged, of course, but uh, I just think sometimes people see stars in their eyes and then don't think about the reality of that situation. Mary H. Cosby is the only one that you can't tag on Instagram as well. I know. I try every time and I know I can't so do many, it. Because so many people started, like I had an account follow me the other day that had all of the accusations about Faith Temple. And I noticed, and they even said like, yeah, Mary Temple uh, blocked us once this came out and you can't tag her anymore. And and uh, so I was like, that's something to watch. I just think the, she would, it would be in her best interest. I think it's sad because already she's amazing, an amazing reality show character. Yeah. But I just don't know what the likelihood of her continuing on is. Oh my God. See, I just get to a point and you said embezzling and all of this stuff. Like it would be amazing to see her on American Greet because I love that show. And I love <laughs> Mary, I love Mary, scams, but like <laughs> Mary, Mary H. Cosby in Utah. Mary, yes. like, I love yes. that. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I haven't, uh, people send me things and I'm like, I feel like I have to be in a specific mood to really start reading all of that stuff because like Reddit is a place that I don't. I joined Reddit I, this week for the first time because you did. How well, is I, it? I guess I guess I, I, crazy. I guess I was I was a member I guess four years ago, but I was looking for like music things about Coachella I guess, but I didn't know. I, <laughs> so I found out this week I was a member because people kept saying my memes were popping up on there, and oh. I was like, oh really? I was like, that's crazy. I've never been and. And so I joined to find out, and yeah, there, a lot of my crap was up there. But yeah, it's wild. In fact, I didn't realize there was like rules too. Like, cause I was like, so I posted one of my memes, and then they were like, well, somebody was like, hey, be careful, only post these on the weekends. You know, you'll get flamed if uh, you're just posting your own stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? What? What the fuck is flamed? And it means like they'll. they'll kinda, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I'm just like, what does that mean? Like, I and, and I guess like they're like, yeah, usually it's for conversations and stuff, and like there's so much information. But I was like. Yeah, I don't know how into this I'm going to get because it just seems like so. I'm already online so much, and I don't know if I can take on it's a lot. Thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. I've definitely ended up over there just to read 
little things about whatever, but they were like, no, the Mary shit's a lot. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know. And I'm going to look at that. (laughs) I I mean, I remember that to it. I remember I went on Reddit. That was like four or five years ago when uh, that serial podcast was out because I was like, people were like solving the case with Adnan. I don't, you know, like, like they they were looking into all of this stuff. It's like, wow. When you, when you, uh, you know, crowdsource things like this, so much stuff can get discovered. You know, you can solve things. It's wild. The internet is a crazy place. Truly. It's actually kind of scary, but whatever. So, uh, okay. This, this thing about Jen is what annoyed me. And I think that I just get annoyed. I know some people love like these women and like their glam and everything, but for some reason it kind of bugs me. Um, and I like Jen, but the fact that she was doing a test run for her hair and makeup, like it was her fucking wedding day coming up for this like roaring twenties party. I was like, wait a minute. Cause she was like, yeah, we're just trying this out for like the party tomorrow. I was like, tomorrow you're doing you- all this today. And Where's shop- this money coming That's, from? Okay, so this is the conversation I've been having with a lot of my girlfriends. I have a like a text thread about this. Is I that- add me. <laughs> so here's the deal. So okay, the coach uh, Sharif, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's an assistant coach. His his uh, salary is uh, estimated at four hundred and seventy five thousand, which is a great great amount of money. But there's for no college she- football. Wow, I don't but know. There's no way sports. she's pay- There's no way she's paying thirteen people w- with that salary. Uh, on top of all, you know, the Shaw squad, she says she's paying people to be there. You know, how be, much? I mean, but like, it can't on. be that much. But also, four hundred seventy-five thousand. There's just no way you're having that kind of lifestyle. Mm-mm, I mean, four hundred seventy-five thousand is an insane amount of money. It, of it, course, she has two kids going to college. You know, like there's that it just house, doesn't that... So she has to come from family money. So there has to be family money somewhere here. Yeah, because the chalet, you know, anything like she steps out of the Porsche. Uh, fancy clothing that's so shoes yes how many how how much is she paying those people well what is the shaw squad salary 50 i i mean i don't even i I got well she i did say because i did post something with jen on my stories and she wrote me i mean whoever maybe it was jen maybe it was somebody else but (laughs) instagram back and i said hey killing it i said let me be in the shaw squad and she's like you're in and i was like cool is this like a w9 situation what are we doing (laughs) i I don't know so it'll be it'll be i'm sure that stuff will be found out but i i have to imagine it's family money okay because that was bothering me um is she the dorit of salt lake with all of her stuff is that what she's trying to be like a weird mixture yeah it's like a dorit uh but there's like it's weird. Like I, I, I see a little bit of like Karen in there of like wanting to be the grand dom. I mean, not mm-hmm. like she's not there yet, but there's like these delusions of grandeur, which I'm not, I think Karen oh, is, yeah. is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, there's so many uh, reality shows like, but the thing is like, you, I think you said earlier is that like, she's got to pump the brakes a little bit. She's raring to go, which is what you love to see, but it's like, Girl, slow it down. Yeah, because she's let it breathe. She's, yeah, she's doing a lot, and she doesn't need to. Like, I fully believe that she is like a crazy, over the top person, just period. But like, I feel like she's being a little too extra. Like, just do you. You want to yeah, do all that like, extra like, shit? I think there's an acclimation time for her, you know. And I think we see that in the next episode because the preview has stuff about her dad that passed away and her. At the yeah. Grade 
Though I think even production probably realizes that and they're going to humanize her in this next episode a little bit more mm-hmm. and kind of go, okay, now let's find out her story a little, you know, because you, you know, you want to be able to empathize with all of these characters, especially in the first season. Definitely. And I, mean, so, so, I mean, if they can, if they can make Mary empathetic, then I know. Jen, you know amazing how they did that. Um, so the, when Jen, so now Jen is mad that Meredith has canceled this sleepover she was supposed to have because she says she's going to hang out with her kids instead <laughs> because she's been bullied uh, into this decision by her son, Brooks. Now, Jen is upset about this, and it really made me think of, remember when Luann was having like a, it was a cabaret or like a party or like some sort of party and Bethany was there, but Luann was like horribly late. And Bethany was like, I'm leaving because I, like, want to see my kid or, like, put her to bed or something, something. And Luann was like, I can't believe she did this to, like, go hang out with her kid, whatever. So it made me think of that because she doesn't know the whole thing. So if she says she's just going to hang out with her kids instead, I feel like I'd be like, oh, okay. Can't, you can't fucking fight that. You know what I'm saying? Those are her kids. It's Chloe's last the top. town, you know? Like, I mean, there's not a lot of, I mean, I feel like that's an easy thing to get out of, but Jen's making it something. And then at the last scene of this last third episode is that we she walks into the Prohibition party and immediately sees Meredith talking to Mary H. Cosby after she found out that Meredith went to Mary H. Cosby's church with Whitney. And she's pissed. And I'm just like, I know you are not still mad about this hospital smell thing. You can't be. Make up something else to fight about now and just say you don't fucking like Mary or something yeah, like which, that. By the you way, can't drag Mary, this shit out. I mean, like, I love it. It's like, I really feel like anybody, like, just like, just keep going. She married her grandfather. That's, like, that's all you need. all you have to say. Like, there's no, <laughs> like, just, I mean, that would be a hysterical scene of just keep saying that. Like, there's nothing else you need to say. Like, that's it. Um, but uh, I'm, I, it's great. It's like a classic kind of like how dare you and that's very relatable is like we all have somebody that we're like we don't like our friends being friends with you know that's yeah. very relatable this is yeah. just the extreme circumstance and jen's gonna end up looking like an asshole yeah can't wait to see that <laughs> i really can't <laughs> i genuinely feel though like jen you know and jen has the mo- the person that is ready for this the most almost to the detriment i feel like she's almost gone through some kind of housewife training camp She has done the research. She has watched every single season. She's made notes on every single season. Did you you watch that Watch What Happens Live? Yes. When she had like the microphone and she was already getting into it with, I'm like, this girl is like, even Andy was like cracking up because he was like, you could just tell he was like, oh my God, this is actually working. Like, yeah. this is like, we've got something here, you know? She was like, can you, can you mute them, Andy? And he was like, no, sweetie. Not until the after first the first episode. season. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> but like, I loved, you could tell he was like, yes, this works, you know? Yeah. Which haven't you thought about like, the, recently I, this really, and, and airing it after the train wreck that is OC, is like, it shows you what good casting is and what bad casting is. And it really shows you how much these shows live and die on casting and how much work that is. And when you put the time into it, you can make magic happen like the first season of OC or the first season. But now you have this season of OC, which is a horrendous train wreck, boring. I'm not even getting into Kelly being a dipshit about masks and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. 
I'm talking about just people that do not belong together. There's no natural chemistry, no DNA with each other. The fact that you have somebody like Gina, who's in like 10 tax brackets lower than all these ladies. Oh, is seriously. Almost like, it's I almost unfair it's in a weird way. It's, it's almost, not, it's, it's no. kind of disgusting, you know? And the way, so it's like, you, you see that and then you see Salt Lake and you're like, man, this is so obvious that like OC needs to retool, get rid of everybody and start from scratch. Every there last nobody, one of them. There is nobody that they should want to keep. No, I mean, and I really say this in all seriousness and there's not even jo joking part here. They need to start from scratch, you know? It's Do you think the they Rise will though? Like, I don't think so. No, they're done And I hell. think it's so no. strange because and, I and don't- production. I don't get how Emily and Gina could have been back. And honestly, I hate to say it, but it's like when they got rid of Tamara, they really fucked it up. And I was the not even a Tamara bitch, but it's like you need you need someone in there who's a Shannon. She's going to be Shannon, the one. Like, see, and Shannon, and Shannon, you're Shannon's just like. a follower. Watch this, this past week's episode. You just, you're like, Shannon's not even, like, Shannon's just annoying. She's not even fun in a housewives way. She's just no. annoying. And she's like, a, she's just like that older lady that you're just like annoyed with all the time that like makes things out of little things. Like she, mm -hmm. she doesn't have the, she doesn't have the weight or gravitas to pull it off. She nope. can't anchor this cast, you know? And that's why I'm like, I see something like Salt Lake and it's like, I know you guys are doing a money grab obviously. And that's why you keep putting this stuff out, but you'd really do yourself so much better in the long haul if you, sat down and started from scratch and says like, okay, who has natural DNA and relationships in Orange County? Like who has natural right, a group just, of ladies that already have a relationship in this County, you know, like do the work because I don't know where they found these Salt Lake ladies from, but amazing. And, and by the way, did, whatever did they did there, notice, do it in well, OC. I, I think they also shot an ex extremely long time because in the second episode, we had a flashback from a four months earlier scene mm -hmm. where Lisa Barlow was telling Whitney that uh, her style isn't that good. You know, and do you remember that? It was like, mm -hmm. it's like four months ago. So it means that they had been shooting for four months and that was the first time that they used a four months ago thing. So they must have really warmed this cast up. And they yeah. must have shot a lot of stuff before they started getting stuff. And I think that's what you need to do is shoot till you get something, you know, don't force things. It's so frustrating really because OC, that's just, it's awful to see, you know, it just go down like that. And that's where it all started. And it used to be so good. I mean, it was the, one of my the favorites. The best. You know, that's what uh, the, um, uh, well, they, they switched production companies on Salt Lake City. And I think that's where you saw the four months thing too, is they actually switched oh. midway through. And that's why this show did take so long to come out. They did switch production companies. Why? I think they I weren't liking what there. they were, they weren't liking the direction of the show was going. So they kept the ladies, but they switched production companies. And I think the, and I think it worked. I think whatever it did worked. It like, like I don't even like, I didn't, Obviously, I have huge issues with Beverly Hills this past season, but it was better oh. than the last couple of seasons. And oh, yes. They're another, there's another example where they shot an extremely long period of time and scrapped the first couple months of filming that they had already done. Mm -hmm. You know? Interesting. Uh, well. But we'll OC see. seems rushed. OC, like, I'm so excited for OC to be over with. And I, I, I think it's a shortened season, and thank God, because we're now at the point, I think, next week where Corona officially hits. And yeah. I'm just like, you know. Yeah, can't do it. And honestly, I feel like if, 
I don't even, I'm not even in like a boycott place. I feel like people have put, said that to me and I'm like, I don't ever even remember being like, I'm not watching it. You shouldn't watch it either. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I'm not interested in that. I do OC on my Patreon. I do OC on my Patreon. That I'm just like, I just don't want to. It doesn't look like it's going to be good. So I'm not going to watch it. And it's not. It's not. Southern Charm. I was just like, I don't want to. So I'm not going to. Those people are horrible. And I know they're horrible. Well, what I like, what what I like at least with Southern Charm is they're calling that behavior out. And I kind of like that. That's why I'm kind of signed on is that they're actually confronting the issues I had with Southern Charm. And I'm like, I'm down to see how they do that. You know, I'm down to see. And then it becomes a production standpoint of like, how do they make this work? I don't know. I need every single one of them to be called out. And I feel like it's just like Catherine. And it's like, well... Y'all, y'all have been doing like, oh. Yeah, people don't check. Again, so. <laughs> but, no. Salt, but, but to bring it back to Salt Lake, though, it does. I'd say that's the perfect blend. It's the perfect blend of weirdness, has gravity to it. Like there's weirdness. a weight, there's a weight to it. There's humor. There's, I mean, for the, I'm, I mean, knock on wood, we're three episodes in, and each one of those episodes have been great. I mean, who knows? Of course, you always have to have some duds in there. But right now, it's like even, even the music. They throw in these uh, choral elements where it's like, da, ah, ah, ah. Like, so do you not get chills? I'm like, oh, totally. shit. I was like, I'm it's, a, it's the first time where I was like, I need to get this on vinyl. This is amazing. Yeah. I, need to, I need to get the soundtrack. I love it. It really is the best thing that's happened this year. I'm so thankful. Ugh. Well, do Thank you know you. any insider dirt? Do you know any? I don't know nothing. That's happened? I don't know a thing. By the way, if anybody's listening, if anybody's listening from Bravo or anything like that, hey, why don't you include us on some of these watch parties? I will say that. I'm seeing yeah. these watch parties happening. I'm not getting any invites to these watch parties. And I, I got to say, I, and, and Raven, I, I, don't, I don't need to speak for you, but I'm, I, I think I would want Raven, I would think you would want to be there too. Yeah. I want to be on these watch parties. I think we both have like pretty big audiences where it's like, do. I don't need anybody to kowtow to me, but like, get, I mean, give me a shot to see some of this stuff beforehand so I can talk about it intelligently and celebrate it. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's very hurtful. Like we I talked mean, about I don't it. I mean to sound like a bitter Betty, but like, no, I mean, but it's, I mean, like, why don't we get invited? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't feel nice to be out of this shit time and time again. Like, it is weird because I'm like, I'm like, who hates me? Like, who hates me over there? We made like, an enemy, just, clearly. Obviously, somebody's like a Jax lover over there, and they hate that I make fun of Jax or something. Like, yeah. I, I just don't get it. I don't either. It's- this makes, like, I, there's, like, l- literally zero reach out. And I'm like, this is, this is wild at a certain point, you know? Yeah, and I don't know. They know that we're there. I Like, Bravo follows me. They post my stuff. So, like, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, never, I was more shocked for you than I was. Like, I'm used to being a loser. You, I was really no. shocked. No. I was like, I, was like I, I, I don't know how this works, you know? I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, you know, I just wish that I knew when it was coming up so I wouldn't have to see it. You know what I mean? And then get upset about it. I oh, just yeah, don't want to know that it's that's, happened. That's the worst thing when you scroll and you're all of a sudden like, oh, well, this has ruined my night now, you know? like Yeah, you- and I'm like, let me get off of here. I can't look at this for the next 24 hours. I can't keep seeing this shit. Which then, I get, then I laugh about it then because I'm like, oh, if there was like a documentary of my life, you would see me on my bed sad about not being invited to a Bravo watch party. <laughs> it's just the manliest thing that you could ever have happen in your life, you know? Whatever, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
it's like it's silly but like this is our shit so like i mean kind of that's i want to go to the party i would i mean i want the things that go along with this you know if i've chosen this is my life then you want to like be a part of it well you know what's coming up next uh atlanta do you think they'll have one first of course they will they had their ryan if i'm gonna be such a brat (laughs) i am gonna pull a brooks (laughs) <laughs> well, by the way, I don't I'm say this. hey hey if this keeps up if anybody over at tlc wants to grab us we're happy to play ball like if anybody I'm you, we'll, we'll sign i talk about i'll sign an exclusive con, con, uh, contract with tlc right now because <laughs> <laughs> i do 90 day fiance as well so like i don't know <laughs> yeah, by the way you might have to change like, my yeah, name we'll, we're like we'll let you meet colty if you want you're like no i don't want that actually no thank you yeah, yeah. no i'm good these people are so yeah. gross oh god do you have any final thoughts about salt lake that you anything you need to get off of your chest no i just i'm really just happy i really it really does make me i i really could talk about this show right now for it's it show it shows you when you've been so thirsty and you've been given water and you're like oh my god yeah it is like wow this tastes so good and it's i know it's just water but it tastes so good and uh, this Thanksgiving, I am thankful for something, and that's nice, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In this yeah. shitty-ass year, we have this really exciting new thing that's happened, and we can all share it together, which is really yeah. nice. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for you coming on and I'm talking for to you. me today. Like the, the, the fact <laughs> anytime you want to talk to me is, is a good time, and I, I really am thankful for you. Because, by the way, Raven is another person that, you know, you guys know. She's been for somebody that uh is acts and is tough she is one of the nicer people that you will interact with so um so thank you for always being really nice to me oh thank you ryan you're such a good friend to me thank you for being my friend (laughs) thank you for being a friend (laughs) (laughs) yes so ryan please tell everyone where they can find you uh, the podcast is called So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. They are long form podcasts, which is ridiculous in the podcast forum. I do timestamps <laughs> so you can skip to the section or interview that you want. I believe the format will be changing very soon, but until then, <gasps> that's what's going to be happening. And uh, the Instagram is So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, and my Twitter is Ryan Bailey25. Please reach out to me on DM. Uh, uh, I really love talking to people on there. It really is something that's, um, a, I know, I, I mean, a, very, a great joy in my life, but it is. I, I really <laughs> enjoy talking to people on Instagram and um, and that's pretty much. Just be safe out there and, and take care of everybody. Take care of yourselves and, and your families and, and have a great holiday. Yes. And follow Ryan, you guys, seriously. He's fucking hilarious. His stories are everything. <laughs> They're so funny. <laughs> yeah. Your posts as well, but I think your stories is my favorite thing. The stories is fun because it's like kind of like you can, you can start playing around with like kind of long-term storytelling or you're like, yes. oh, I think I know like, but I take you, you know, like you start doing this. You're like, you take it serious. You're like, oh, this is cool. I could do this with this and this. It's like any artistic process. And, and I do call these things artistic processes. It's fascinating how people like watch how they put theirs together and what you learn from it. And I don't know. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. So y'all definitely follow Ryan. You know, you can follow me uh, on Instagram and Twitter at mainly Bravo. Patreon.com oh. slash bitches better. Go ahead. 
That's what I was going to say. The free thing that you can do for both of us is hit five stars on Apple Podcasts. It's a very free thing. We both have Patreons and I know times are tough. So that's sometimes an impossible ask. Mm -hmm. But if you do want to support us and do not have any money, go hit five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really does help our placement. It really does help where we're trying to go with these things. And it's something free that you can do for us. And it's just a, a little click of your thumb. Yes. We're thankful for that as well, for these five-star ratings that we know are going to come through for us. <laughs> yeah. And if and by the way, if you don't like the podcast, just reach out to me. You don't need to hit that five-star three. You know, don't no. even try to, no, yeah, do, do not that. even touch it. Just go away from it. Go, go to another thing that you like, you know? Nope. We don't even look at those. Don't even acknowledge them. So <laughs> if you have some feedback, the DMs <laughs> is the way to go. Yeah. I'm going to ignore anything that's not five stars. Okay. <laughs> Love y'all. Thankful for y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Goodbye. Bye.